It's Sunday, November 5th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Democratic Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan on Friday accused President Joe Biden of supporting a Palestinian genocide and warned that Americans will remember when he's up for re-election next year how he responded to the Israel-Hamas war. In a video posted to X, Tlaib urged Biden to call for a ceasefire in the conflict, something the president and his administration has so far not done. Mr. President, she said, the American people are not with you on this one. We will remember in 2024. Tlaib, a longtime advocate for Palestinian rights, has been the most outspoken critic of Israel in Congress since her election in 2018. In recent weeks, she has roiled some of her colleagues determined to present a united front amid the Israel-Hamas war as divisions have grown more personal. Tlaib did not directly condemn Hamas in her statement the day after the Palestinian militant group launched surprise cross-border raids from Gaza on October 7th, killing more than 1,400 people in Israel and taking hundreds of hostages. In other news, a federal appeals court on Friday temporarily froze the limited gag order issued against Donald Trump in the former president's election subversion criminal case in Washington, D.C., allowing him to again speak freely with criticism of possible witnesses in the case. In a brief order, a three-judge panel at the U.S. D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals said they were pausing the gag order issued by District Judge Tanya Chutkan to give them more time to consider Trump's request to pause the order while his appeal plays out before the court. The appellate judges said they would fast-track Trump's appeal of the gag order and hear arguments in the matter on November 20th. Mr. Trump has been attempting to hold off further restrictions to his ability to speak publicly since his arrest. Justice Department prosecutors have so far successfully argued his speech should be curtailed because of how often Trump posts on social media about possible witnesses in his case, which could lead to potential harassment or hurt their credibility among the jury pool. Around the world, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on Saturday denied a report that EU and U.S. officials have spoken with the government in Kyiv about possible peace talks with Russia. No leader of the United States or European Union, our partners, nobody puts pressure on us for sitting at the negotiation table with Russia and give something away, Zelensky told a joint press conference in Kyiv with European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, who was on an unannounced visit to the war-torn country. It has never been like this and will never be, Zelensky said. The officials said the discussion started last month during a meeting including NATO members, amid concerns that the Russia-Ukraine war had reached a stalemate. There are also concerns about how much aid countries can continue to provide to Ukraine, according to the report. European Union officials warned last month that Europe cannot compensate if Washington drops support for Kyiv. Meanwhile, survivors of a strong earthquake that shook Nepal's northwest in the middle of the night described sudden shaking followed by houses collapsing and burying entire families as the death toll rose to 157 on Saturday. Most of those killed were crushed by debris when their homes crumbled under the force of the trembler midnight Friday, local media reported. While rescuers were scrambling to rush aid, Operations were hampered by the fact that many of the mountainous villages could only be reached by foot. Roads were also blocked by landslides triggered by the earthquake. The government is trying to get as much aid to the affected areas as possible. 
Tents, food, and medicine were flown in as thousands became homeless overnight. And rising tensions on campuses related to the Israel-Hamas war have led to widespread calls for colleges to do more to protect Jewish students from bigotry and threats of physical harm. A group of more than 30 modern Orthodox high schools has joined donors, alumni, and law firms in calling on colleges to rein in anti-Semitism after a rash of protests and anti-Semitic incidents on campuses have left many Jewish students deeply unnerved. The Anti-Defamation League, a nonprofit that seeks to root out anti-Semitism, reported a dramatic spike in anti-Semitic incidents across the country soon after the October 7th attack on Israel. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.